There was a time that she didn't hate you. A time where the two of you would never want to be apart. Where neither one of you wanted to put the phone down first. A happier time. A more peaceful time. Had you been in this area during that time, she would have laughed with you. You never asked for directions because you wanted to test yourself. And deep down, you think she knew that. The sat-now says gallantry. You want to ask somebody now. You want this constant turmoil to be over. But there is no one around to ask. You've been looking for the past five minutes and there is no one around to ask. So why is she still looking at you with those crossed arms? And the sat-nav says, Gallatry. It's not your fault that you took that turn. She'd said the next turn on your left and you took it. And now she's waiting for you to ask someone something you hate doing just so you can get back on the road to see her mother. A road that doesn't seem to have any useful signs or pedestrians. And that's sad now that reads Gallatry. Who would have thought the two of you would end up like this, stuck in your silver Mercedes, driving around and around, looking for the one place that could take the tears from her eyes, her tear-filled eyes as she clutches onto her broken plastic cast, watching her father fail again, just like her mother told her he would. From the top of the gate, a crow watches you drive past, and then takes to the sky, crying into the wind. Today we ask, why do we like sweeties? written by Taking the Mic, Mike King. Do you remember yesterday? Or does yesterday remember you? Can you tell me what happened on Friday the 14th of February? Or how about the 15th? How many Fridays does February even have this year? Are you sure? So I ask again, even if you can remember that Friday in February, how do you know what really did happen yesterday? Because the only thing keeping score is that lump of grey flesh inside your skull, and you know how often it lies to you. It was the one that assured you that you were voting for freedom that never arrived. Let's call it a democratic debt. Is that what memories are? The past processed by the present for the fickle future? Or there's something to be sealed away, processed and beamed into your head like gallantry. Again. Thank you, Eustace. Welcome, listener. This is Gallatry Community Radio on 102.54 FM. Analogue. A warm Gallatry welcome to citizens, passing motorists and those who are tolerated. We know who you are. It is at this juncture I'd like to wish you a very happy Gallatry New Year. I already feel like this year will be the best Gallatry has ever had. It is February, though, I hear you whimper. 
And you are right. February it is, but it's no longer a compulsion to seek January as the start of the new year. Not now. Not here. Due to our experimental, fully devolved state of being, it has been decided that we shall be celebrating the new year at this time rather than the time that other places consider to celebrate it. This gives many advantages from always having better weather to having better time and having better years. Mayor Ms Lorna X will be announcing the exact date of the new year within a period of two standard weeks, so do prepare your calendars for this coming season. The declaration will be painted onto the submarine over the tags. As we drift into the new year, you are reminded that should this year become negatively influenced, then it may be feasible to stop this year within a fortnight's knowledge. This will not, however, affect your tax year, unless we say it does. Just pay your taxes and let us bother about the year. We do bother. We bother about many things. The passage of time will just be one more bother that we take away from you. As of this year, the year carefully sponsored by Mr Prentice, gallantry traffic lights will be turned off between the hours of 9 and 9. This will be in your favour so as to save your hard-earned tax. This is another thing we must bother about, but now the bother is being passed to you. Treat it kindly and gently. For those who still have working transports, traffic will still be allowed between these times, but there will be a trust operation in place. Motorised vehicles will give way to other vehicles of higher identity status, rated by their driver and their passengers in order of seating. Pedestrians will give way to other pedestrians as normal, but must be sure to identify themselves to other pedestrians in doing so, so as to avoid any embarrassing faux pas that may be caused by premature perambulation. We understand that both pedestrians and automobile drivers will be responsible in their granted freedom. For it is not part of gallantry custom that without power comes great responsibility. Or was that the Incredible Hulk? I forget sometimes. It has now been three years since the devolution of gallantry, and we are proud to bring you the first of the wishes. We constantly study your wishes, as you know, and there was one wish that shone above all the others in your minds. A wish that was foremost in most, if not all, of the hundreds of wishes we received. A desire, no, a need for nostalgic sweets of our youth. For those of a certain age, they were reminiscent of a simpler age, a period when each penny was spent with a fixation and a balance between sweetness and additives available, a time when simple allergies and e-numbers gave way to a treat that most of us couldn't find in adult life. Those that tried drugs, sex and alcohol never truly reached that moment lodged in your memory where the smallest of aniseed balls were provided with a bounty of sugar and the sheer anarchy of turning your tongue to the colour other than what your parents would have expected. This is, of course, a completely frivolous notion that normal towns would simply gloss over even in their attempts to placate you. Not gallantry. At gallantry, we understand you. Every wish, every dream, every notion. We have teams of people watching you wherever you are, whatever you are doing, purely to bring you the thing that you desire the most. That is why we are here for you. That is why we bother. Therefore, we have spent your tax contributions on locating every stash of nostalgic sweets that our trained colleagues could find. 
Every last sugar mouse, every green and white striped mint-flavoured chew, each one was found, packaged and delivered to the original Fox's factory. You may have seen them arrive. You may not know that they were meant for you. All for you, because we bother. For the very few that are no longer made, we hunted down the original purveyors and tasked a team to make them. They have reached past their original specifications and promised to bring you something direct from your memories. Something so wonderful that only you could have ever dreamed them up. Even though you never bothered before. Why was that? Why did you hold on to your greatest wish and never try to achieve it yourself? No matter. You didn't. We did. We bother. You don't. This has come at great expense to us, as I'm sure you'll understand. Therefore, the amount has been rationed. Not just the amount, but the very lines that you will be allowed to purchase. We apologise for this limitation, but as I'm sure you're aware, there's always been a limit to our funds. These funds only come from your taxes, so if you want more out of us, you're going to have to donate more to us. That's only fair. The first set of ration books will be sent out shortly, and I've been chosen to share some of mine with you. Only the words, I must stress. The act of sharing your sweets with anybody, no matter who or what they are, is discouraged by the mayor. This is for your own good. Each Gallatry resident will be allowed one sweet for each of their non-Gallatry years spent at a Gallatry school or college. This does include secondary school, but does not include any schooling that took place before the age of four. For each year that you are registered, you may select any one suite that you have a direct memory of. This means that citizens of Category B will not be allowed to have spangles as they were stopped in the year 1984 NG. We do not count the brief revival in 1996 NG. This was not a true revival, but a marketing stunt by the sadly defunct Woolworths. To those that pick wagon wheels, the size of your wagon wheel will be determined by your age category. The older you are, the larger your wagon wheel. This is non-negotiable. Frozen sweets like funny feet, fab lollies and ice poles will only be available to citizens that bring their own ice coolers. Our fridges are under great strain at the moment and we do not want to have to land you with a large tax addition for the damaging of council refrigeration units, do we? So, as a brief six-stage solution, one, collect your ration book. Two, check your age band. Three, check your age in non-gallatory years. Four, select sensibly your sweets according to whichever years you were involved in schooling. Five, do not share your sweets. Six, eat your sweets. Make sure you only ingest the sweets in your specific age band. Citizens who have aged since their last band testing are dutifully advised to take a tax-deductible retest at their local orthodontist. A scraping might be required. And now, travel information. This Monday morning, the X11 inbound between Babylon Street and Jerusalem Road will be 15, 1, 5, minutes late between 9 and 12 due to traffic congestion. At midday, the X12 inbound will take over and run 20, 2, 0 minutes late for the rest of the day. This will occur for the next two years at the request of the council. 
Citizens in age band P may travel on X11, but never on the X12, without incurring identity impairment. Citizens that incur identity impairment may be forced to undergo identity reassignment. This is hardly ever fatal, but is proven to be quite painful. While we're on the subject of public transport, a pair of rose-tinted glasses has been found on the X11. If you are the careless owner of this ophthalmic device, you are strongly advised of the dangers of metaphors in such an enlightened and literal society. You may retrieve them from the lost property office whenever you can find it. Hello, can you hear me? Is there anyone listening to this frequency? My daughter's in real trouble, and I don't have anyone... We have had alarming reports of citizens seen eating sweets by those not in their specific identity bands. This, of course, is unacceptable in societies that tolerate the childhood of each of their members. Thus, it has been decided that those wishing to eat sweets in the presence of people of differing age bands must acquiesce themselves with the outdoor sweet-eating areas along with those that eat falafels. If we have any more reports of people eating sweets not meant for them, or seeing sweets not meant for them, we may have to introduce further identity impairments. It is not a drill. drill. As you are briefly aware, any variety or type of drill is unavailable, illegal and untolerated in responsible society. We asked about this extremely specific law, Mayor Lorna X replied, there are only three things that can present as purging drills from our collective minds. One, asking pointless questions. Two, the understanding that a square bit when rotated cuts a round hole. And three, asking pointless questions. Thank you. You may be delighted to know, dear listener, that I've received my first sample of childhood from the factory. While it is not one of the original, this replica by Amnivore looks exactly how I remember the Texan bar to look. The wrapper is exactly the same desert orange that first drew me into trying them, and I have to say that despite their deplorable adverts, this was one of my favourites. I enjoyed some of the others, of course, the occasional packet of tomato snaps, the fizz of space dust, and even the sour tang of fruit gems, but I never forgot my Texan bar. Part of me wants to open it like I was a child again. I know, but I remember that the chocolate coating was extremely crumbly. There is no sense of wasting something that's precious. My first chew. And here we go. That's quite remarkable. I do apologise for that, listeners. I understand that I'm meant to be describing this to you, but how can you share in a memory that only I have? A sweet texture of dreams, where every morsel of chocolate is another moment that draws me back, and the chewy centre ties my mind around the sensations of the world, and of Sarah. It's been years since I remembered her. A tiny red hair clip that kept in her golden hair, a cyan blue puffer jacket with rainbow-coloured stitching, a sickly skin and the faint smell of cinnamon. We shared a Texan bar every Tuesday at school. She wasn't allowed to have one by her mother, so she used to pass me an old five-pence piece and I'd add it into my pocket money so we could share one. We'd cut it half at dinner, wrapping it in our serviettes and then taking it to the back of the swimming pool to eat. Because I paid the lion's share, I was supposed to have all the extra chunks of chocolate that fell off. I always passed them to her. 
would talk of cartoons, dinky cars and cowboys. Always about the cowboys. She often said that she would marry a cowboy if one would ever ask her. I remember this was the last time I saw her. She said that she had something to tell me, something that she wanted to show me. And that Tuesday, she brought a hat into school. Not just a normal hat, but a ten-gallon hat, just like the Texan bar guy. People laughed at her because it was such a funny thing. I felt sorry for it, but I really wanted to try it on. And that Tuesday, we met up behind the swimming pool, and I did try it on. She said that she was leaving on Friday, and I would wear the hat. I wasn't sure at first, because it looked a lot bigger than my head, but I put it on. And then I laughed and ran around with my hat over my eyes. And then she said to wait, but I couldn't wait. I just ran around with this huge hat, slobbering on the remains of my Texan bar, laughing. And then I heard her crying, and she snatched the hat back. I'm sorry, listeners. I don't know why all of this is coming back to me. And that was the sweet. It's called a... Texan bar. What a silly name. It's funny eating it now because it's really got a revolting taste and it just sticks to the teeth. I don't remember it being that bad. In fact, I don't remember eating it before. But I guess I must have. Not anymore now, though. As Mayor Lorna X says, something about pointless questions. I doubt it's very important. It was just on the tip of my tongue, though. Anyway, at this juncture, I wish you a very gallantry new year. I already feel like this year will be the best gallantry has ever had, again and again. You have been listening to Gallantry, a community-funded local radio station. I'm Adam Aardvark. Max couldn't be around at the end of the show. He often needs to lie down in a darkened room and sort of, well, convalesce. If you enjoyed today's show and want to know more or simply express a simple and not very cogent opinion, then email us at welcometogallantry at gmail.com. You can tell us what you think, although we might already know what you think. Or failing that, if you genuinely have no idea, we can helpfully provide some new ideas that you can call your very own. Ideas that you can share with your friends and family and become a much more interesting and likeable person, if only to yourself. This has been a Gallatry Entertainment broadcast recorded in a haunted pub in Gallatry. No, honestly, voices appeared on the recordings that we later had to edit out. I think we got them all, but who's to know for sure? Anyway, Gallatry is performed by Max Black, written and recorded by Max Black and Adam Ardark. Is copyright Gallatry Productions 2015. Today's episode was written by Taking the Mic, Mike King. Thanks for listening. But remember, on your next journey home, Gallatry may be just around the corner.